It's been a few days. And we hot. Yeah. We were just talking about how I sound congested because I watched my son give me a head cold while he was in jujitsu, just by me be, trying to be a good parent. He was having a good role. I'm like, all right, here you go. Let me use some of the water with the ice in it. <laughs> and I watched it all happen. And he, the way he drank it, he was, he was like, thank you. It was like in slow motion. <laughs> He's put it up to his lips and it was like, made the slurper sound a little bit. And I saw a little bit of backwash go back in and I just knew that was a wrap for me. It was, it was a wrap. And I didn't think about it again until I picked my drink back up later to take another sip. And I was like, wow, we won't see in a, in a few weeks, but no, in a few days. <laughs> it was like the next day. Yeah, but it's like, oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So uh, if I'm sniffing and snot, sneezing during this podcast right now, charge it to the game mm. and, and, and take it as the authenticity. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. But like I said, we hot. We hot. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. It's me and Monty T. We got B in the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, this would be a quick one because it was a quick one last night. So let's get it. I swear my glow up in lightning. Hot ears, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business and that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's science, apply it. Worst come to work, she tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. Shoot your shot, just the effort I admire. You're higher than nothing for friends at this point. My circle is smaller than the point. I'd rather sit in voice than hearing a big on their voice. So, first, let's start it off. Do it how we do it, how we do it, do it, do it, how we do it at the Roundhouse Roundtable with the no cap recap. Why are you doing all that? Because you're doing a lot. Like, if y'all don't know, she does this in real life. Like, <laughs> like I she did that in real life. I could I could do something or say something or be excited about something, and she'd be like, You're doing a lot. Okay, maybe I am. Yeah, that's okay. That's who you are. No, that's not who I am. That's it who is. you think I am. All right. She think I'm a lot, but I'm you know a lot. It's okay. No, I'm I give you rawr. You know, from the morning I wake up, they can't take all this. This is a lot. A lot. Yeah, thank you. It's for a lot. I give. Wow. Yeah, it's from the time I open my eyes I to the time I close my eyes, but I'm lawyer. Yeah. Into who you are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, this is, but yeah, we gonna get into the no cap recap. We had a lot going on in UFC 59. You mean Vegas? Vegas, UFC Vegas. <laughs> so um, it was a lot. All knockouts. A, a night of everybody getting it done. That's right. So let's just get straight into it. You know, we you ain't. know, I was secretly hoping that Dana White would just give everybody a bonus because you know it was such a good night, but it didn't happen that way. And I guess that's okay. But you know, it would have been nice for everybody to get a bonus. You know, just to give people to work towards finishing fights and not having them go to the judges a lot. Exactly. It was still a good night. It was a good show. Uh, Let's start with the first one. You know, I plead the fifth, Miss Lady. She ain't want to say nothing. <laughs> Miss, I plead the fifth. A Stephanie Egger versus Myra Bueno. Myra came through again. We're not about to discredit the W yeah. because she did everything she needed to do. Her yeah. ground game was efficient. Yeah. She definitely made it happen. And yeah, she, she got did. it. She got it done. Round one. And Stephanie Egger did not want to speak on her tapping. <laughs> And that's crazy. I was like, 
I was like, why why is there why why is there nobody talking about this? Like what happened to sportsmanship? Like that what happened to like the whole martial art uh culture of respect, you know, integrity, you know what I'm saying? Like I all thought those they things. was being really nice about it. They was like, you know, oh, they waving the carrot in the face that the fight could potentially go on, but nobody wants to talk about her integrity of not speaking up for something that she actually did. And a judge had to identify that he saw her tap because they didn't have it on camera, which I think is super interesting, but they were being really nice about it. But, you know, any other fighter, they would have been harping on it, you know, just saying the worst things about it and not been yeah. so nice, you, yeah. you know? You know, saying things like no integrity, like where do they come from? Mm-hmm. Fucking thug with no <laughs> sportsmanship. All those things, all those, all those things. But it's just like, she was just looking like, did you tap? Like, you know, if you fucking tap, it wasn't a choke tap. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't like you was dazed or something. Mm-hmm. But the wildest thing about that is like, that's the only time a judge served a purpose that night. <laughs> that is true. That's actually true. You know, like the judges could have been home, but good thing they wasn't home. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Myra who let go and not, you know, just took it and let the ref stop the fight because her arm would have been broken. So, you know, shout out to her to being a good sportsman and letting go when she felt a tap, even though the ref didn't stop it. Exactly. That's why people do tap. That's why you do tap. That's why that that is a thing. That's why you are honest whenever you are you do tap because that person next time is probably going to break somebody's shit because if you didn't tap clear enough. That's why people yeah. get their shit broke during yep. competitions and stuff because people want to light tap and they had that happen to them before and they lied about it. So it's just yeah. like, all right, you might be that person that get their arm broke because somebody didn't, somebody want to lie about a tap. Like that should be real. Yeah. Like even like sometimes, like, even when I'm rolling, like, you know, like I feel like somebody seem like they tap, like I let go everything. Like you tap. No, I didn't. All right. Slap hands. Let's go. Yeah. Like, but we were on that. We, that deserved that. That deserved that. But shout out to uh, Myra Breno. Again, on the W, again, she's running through the division. She's still getting uh, Ws. So now on to the next one. Next, Corey McKenna versus Miranda Granger. I saw this going Miranda Granger's way at first mm. until they got on the ground. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's not looking good for new parents. And that sucks. And that's what I've been noticing. <laughs> and that's that's something they were talking about as um, fighters, whenever they're new parents, they get soft, but it's kind of becoming a trend that if you're a new parent, like you're not winning your fight, you know, fresh off of parenthood. Yeah. It's not working out in your favor for you. And I get it. It's a lot of adjustments you have to make for a new person that, you know, you help create, but it's not helping translate to you as a fighter because this is like the fourth fighter who lost after either just having a baby herself or, you know, their spouse having a baby. And yeah. it's, it's even Santos, you know, we'll Santos, talk about yeah. later down the line, but like, it's not even he made Amanda. That his whole <laughs> Amanda <laughs> fresh off her baby. She lost her fight too. So yep. not too fresh, but fresh enough. She lost, her, she ended up losing her yeah. fight as well. So it's not looking good for new parents yeah. at all. You got to find that vicious part of you again. Yeah. It, and it, it seems like that. And and it's crazy because it's like, like that should tell y'all, like, stop making your kids a part of your damn promo. <laughs> stop making your kids a part of your promo. 
Because look, your kid <laughs> gonna be put up there like, was that the promo that you got knocked out, mommy? <laughs> like, you don't like you're making it that. Like, we understand everybody love their kids. You got a kid, okay, that's great. That's a great part. But people, people appreciate you talking about the kid more than actually seeing the kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and just just understand that because that's time that people have a baby in their environment. There's a whole like different energy, like things have to be taken different. No, no. Yeah. This is true. a fight game. That's like, true. So shout out to Corey McKenna on getting a W on the bomb flute choke. I need to practice those. I need yeah. work on those as well. Like, cause I, I set it up, make it look like I want to do it, but never really hit it. But she, yeah. she like, she had like the pressure in the right spot and that girl went out. Yeah. And then even at the beginning of round one, she was in and off with the head and arm. Luckily she had a couple seconds left cause that thing was tight. <laughs> that, so I knew yeah. she was going to get back to that position, but you know, surprise, surprise, she ended up with a, bomb, yep. a Von Fluke instead of the head and arm. And I was like, Hey, you know, let's do it. She said she didn't practice it. She didn't really work on it. She tried it a couple of times, but yep. she knew it was available. And if it's available, <laughs> Hey, that's about knowing your options in your arsenal. Exactly. That ground game. Yeah. Getting it done. Round two, Corey McKenna. Shout out to her. Speaking of getting it done, next, mm. we got performance of the night. Brian Battle uh, taking a shot at welterweight versus Takashi Saito. Round one, a uh, head kick, like clean, flush across the, the chin line. Like, Man. And, he, he and was he, stiff. Yeah. He couldn't move. He was, he was out bad. Yeah. So bad. And, and it's like, and the wild thing about it was, is like, it, it looked good because these guys got these finishes because it seemed like I noticed like there was some studying involved. Like there was some, a lot of studying involved. Brian Battle really lined up that head kick immediately once he saw his, uh, his left arm uh, drop. Mm-hmm. Like he was poaching towards it, like stepping towards it, stepping towards it, stepping towards it. And then that's when he just took the, uh, took the shot and, out that was a that was a great that was a great KO for Brian Battle that really didn't show what you can do that really didn't show you the you know the upgrade or your chin but at the same time it's just like you put a stamp on your your uh walk in to the welterweight yes agreed and and, and he looking good too like the because uh when he was at middleweight he was looking more chunky now he got the abs popping slim down more like yeah he ready. Uh, yeah, he ready. He, he trying to get his fight night. He trying to get his main main event on. Hey, he working towards it in the right, uh, doing all the right things right now. Exactly. Because it's like they ain't trying to put him on a pay-per-view yet, but we'll see after this. Next, we'll speaking of we'll see after this. Mm-hmm. Sam Alvey versus Michael Ozuchuk. He won. He beat he beat Sam Alvey. Another person that beat Sam Alvey. We about to go through this because like I'm tired of y'all. Like, why y'all keep putting Sam Alvey through this? Smiling, Sam. Is it because he's smiling while he's going through it? I don't like, know. He got beat pretty bad. I don't on. know. He had a new baby, too. Six kids. All his kids was there. I'm like, I get it. You want your kids there, but, like, you got to be able to be vicious with your kids around. What type of contract does Sam Alvey have where, you know what I'm saying, my man just is just here? Or what, What like, is it a, does he, have, is it like a fan base or something? Is it because a I've I've not known anybody to take this or, or or nobody's trying to talk about the record of Sam Alvey. Nobody's trying to talk about this. His last win was in 2018. Oh wow! And I feel like the UFC. Ha- do y'all not see that or something? 
are, are we, what are we doing here? Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine losses in a row. UFC. Like nine losses in a row. Sam Alvey can take nine L's in a row. Damn. That's, yeah. That's half his L's. Just back to back. And if y'all give him another fight, y'all just, y'all trying to break a record or something. But it's nasty because it's like slaughterhouse type thing. Like, mm. you know, you just letting that man just step in there. Like, why him? Why? Because he's be smiling while he do it. That's the only reason why. I get it. Do you really think that's what it is? Yep. Because he's he's a good sport about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I does what else? I don't know. I what don't else? Know. But we're gonna get off Sam Alvey. Shout out to Michael on the W. Like, you ain't had to do that to him, though. He had to. <laughs> yeah, you to. did. You did have. He to. had to. He dropped that man like a couple times. It, it was. It was bad. bad. It was, <laughs> it bad. was bad. His his face was so bloody, and it was just. It was vicious, <laughs> and you know, losses like that, I believe, helps fighters reevaluate their whole situation, especially because he lost nine times in a row, and you lose this bad. It's like, what am I doing here? Do I still need to be here? Do I have what it takes? Is it time for me to retire? Am I just taking more damage than I should? I, am I here past my prime? At this point, it's just not in my benefit to be here. You got to ask hey, yourself these questions. That and he seem, got six you, kids. You seem like you get that question after like six. After he got six, nine. After six. He has nine. Before Saturday, he had, he had eight. So yeah. I, I don't know. He had that conversation with his own dude. And after nine, I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. Terrence McKinney versus Eric Gonzalez. Terrence McKinney, rear naked choke, backpack type shit, on the back, standing. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it was he tried to fight him off and he just locked it in tighter. I like how he got his hooks in, how quick he got to the back and got his hooks in. Yeah, That was elite. I gotta understand those are elite things to do, and then really uh lock the rear naked in, cause it looked like it was under the chin a little bit, but as he tightened it up, it like that's when his neck was it was there. Yeah, he had to be nasty about it, but I always enjoy watching Terrence McKinney fight. He's very sure. excited. He come out swinging, even like in the beginnings, he's jumping, he's ready. And it's, it's just, he's ready to explode. It's always a good show. Win or yep. lose, it's always a good show. It's like, he's coming out there to fuck you up. Exactly. Like that's, that's, <laughs> that is like, when I, I, I get, I get that from fighters, but Terrence McKinney, I literally get that from him. Like he's coming out there to fuck you up. Like Terrence McKinney is the reason why I remind myself like, no, like you just, a, you a jujitsu guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's fighters out there that just want bad intentions for you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's <laughs> just not trying to box you. Some people that's try right. to really knock your teeth out with their elbow. And Terrence that's McKinney, right. one of those guys. And that's why I stay in my lane because I like my teeth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so Terrence McKinney, like even when he was fighting Drew, Drew Dober, that was vicious like, from start to finish. He almost killed Drew Dober. Like, and yeah. then that's when he came back. And then that's when his, he was just like, oh, damn. Oh, no, nah, I think I'm going to power down and turn off. Boom. <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> it's like, it didn't seem like he even hit him hard. It was just like, no, nah, I'm I'm, uh, I don't got this one. Eric Gonzalez did what he could do. But Terrence McKinney looked like he was just trying to fuck him up. That was it. Like, and then Eric Gonzalez, you know, was trying to stay composed. But Terrence McKinney, 
was coming with hands, feet, like all, all, was coming with all everything. those th- everything. So it's just mm-hmm. like just ball up and take the real nigga choke, Nick. He gonna have a, <laughs> a main event next next fight. Either it's gonna be the co-main event or the main event next fight. I can definitely see that for Terrence McKinney. He is definitely a star, and his backstory is even, you know, it, it for sure as the fuel to the fire. So I'm always excited to see him fight. He from Spoke Compton. Yeah. You from Spoke Compton. <laughs> Next, Augusto Sakai versus Sergey Spivak. Shout out to Spivak. He got the W round two. Mm-hmm. Sakai just wasn't like a match on the ground. I thought he was going to be able to throw something up or do something. But at the same time, you got to put that factor, factor of the heavyweights and like, you know, there's certain heavyweights that's like the old school type heavyweights where they about just being big and strong mm-hmm. and there's certain heavyweights that's like about moving around and mm-hmm. you know having movement and being mobile and and being quick and strong and Sergey was was the one that was faster and stronger and kept that top control yeah and got it done i, I think sakai i think they i think they could have stopped they could have took a little bit more time before they stopped it but then again, you know, they stopped it and, you know, Sergey was hitting them enough, you know, because sometimes that's a, hit somebody enough while they balling up. Then like, that's a win. They don't even got to be hurt for real. Yeah, I can see that. I thought this was a good fight. I'm happy it went only to round two. I was hoping it ended in round one, but, you know, you got to get what you can get. Next, speaking of got to get what you can get, Juliana, Man- Juliana Miller. Ooh. versus Brogan Walker. Mm-hmm. And she got what she can get, all of it, to the last second just to get that finish. Yeah. And, and that shows the grit. That shows how much she wanted it. Um, I think the thing about Brogan Walker is she, it seemed like she o- o- always had, like, this whole aura, like, like she was better than all the girls anyway. Yeah. Like, what without having, like, to be better than them. <laughs> I think that's what kind of carried her through tough. And that's when she met Juliana Miller that's, you know, has a good ground game and she's actually tough. So Brogan Walker just had more experience, you know, than those other girls. And Juliana Miller just had like more go, more tenacity, more will to win. Yeah. And then Brogan was using her experience to pretty much shut down Juliana Mayer Miller and say that, you know, I'm more, I'm a more experienced fighter than you. You only have, you know, X amount of fights, but that didn't stop Juliana Miller. And mm-hmm. she wanted to make it as dirty and bloody as possible. And you saw at the end, um, at the end of the third round, when she started bringing out those elbows, she wanted to draw blood so bad. But another thing that I have noticed that if you're trying to get the stoppage, Punches are not going to be enough. You're going to have to drop some elbows and knees in there to make it very vicious and bloody real fast if you wanted to get it over with as fast as possible because just throwing straight punches is not enough. It's not going to do it. I think it's not going to draw the blood that you need and the gore to the and the attention of the ref at that point. So please incorporate elbows and knees as much as you can in your game. It'll help you um, in the long run, and it'll help your fights be a lot shorter. <laughs> yep. So, but I think she did a great job. Nice. Um, she definitely showed just being dominant from start to finish. She just had a little, a couple of stumbles, but she was in it, and she definitely—I knew she was going to win this fight. You know, she wanted it. 
and I saw it for her and she got to finish and I'm so excited for her and I can't wait to see who she fights next and how she evolves in the UFC because yep. I think she's going to be a great fighter to watch. Yeah, that's what's up. I think she's going to be a great fighter to watch, but I know that it's going to definitely she got some she has area of growth that she get mm-hmm. that that absolutely. can happen absolutely so it's just like the sky's the limit for sure next we got muhammad usman versus jack puga and this was a little little slugger at first um but muhammad stayed composed mm-hmm. and it's just like this was a mental battle right here because this is yes, like we saw who used to win in the gym <laughs> we saw who used to win in the gym out there and we saw who was able to actually like grow, get better, and you know stay composed. So it was just like mm-hmm. Zach was talking big shit too. Ooh, yes, he was. What did he say? You use your power to compensate for your technique. Ooh, Ooh that was just. Let me tell you, Muhammad Usman came in as an underdog in this fight. Nobody thought he was going to win this fight, but I knew. I bet on him, and I won. <laughs> I, bet, I bet on him, and I won. But I, to me, it was like, you went to work out with your brother, the champion who's been defending his belt for a long time. I know you got better. And yes. if you didn't get better, you don't you need been, to be here. Exactly. Like, you if you working. can't learn, yeah, if you can't learn from your brother and, you know, just take in some things that he's saying to you to tweak your game a little bit, then you don't deserve to be here. He showed he deserved to be here. I knew he had to evolve his game just a tad bit, especially watching Tough. He was very wild. He 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 lost his gas a little bit and he wasn't as composed. But you saw him coming into this fight. It was like a switch he had to make because if he wanted to win this fight, because that he was more technical. He was willing, you know, to take the time and not rush stuff. And so he had to make those proper adjustments. Otherwise, he was not going to win this fight. And I think he made the proper tweaks to win this fight. But he does have some evolving to do to, you know, compete with the heavyweights in in the area. So sure. sh- shout out to Usman and the brothers. The both Usman. of um, both of them are tough champions. And so I think that's just a wonderful thing to start off with. But you know, take that time to. To make yourself better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Now you can now you can get back home and train. Now you don't gotta mm-hmm. train with the you know the same coaches, but you got a UFC contract, you got the uh you got the facilities that you could use, you got all those mm-hmm. things now, mm-hmm. even though you probably could have used them anyway, because being with Kamaro, but at the same time, it's just like you get to train with a, tra- a champion, get to work your way to get there. Like that's a beautiful thing. That is beautiful. a beautiful thing. You know, both of y'all are tough winners, the first tough brothers ever. Yeah. You know, you know, the tough brothers, you know, and uh that was a good fight. Either way, you knocked Zach uh Porga straight out. <laughs> you did. Performance of the night. Next he got a bonus for this, and I thought that was pretty neat too. As a tough oh yeah, fighter. I I don't know if how many other tough fighters got like a bonus, a knockout, and a contract on like the same and a and a tough winner on the same night. I don't know who ever got all that. So that's pretty if, elite. if that's another record, like that's some elite shit right there. It is, yeah. Next, Vicente Luque versus Jeff Neal. Hands of steel, hands of speed. What the hell? Coming through. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That wasn't Jeff Neal that fought uh, Stephen Thompson. Like there was upgrades involved mm-hmm. in that. You got to upgrade yourself if you want to be better. And it's just like, and it wasn't like crazy on the head kick, body kicks that like it seemed like surprised Vicente a few times and he was getting through the guard just that left was fucking him up all night 
the jab was walking through the guard. It was ridiculous. Like there's people that think that Vicente Luque is supposed to be like the champion right now, or, or it has potential to be the champion. And it's just like the way he just looked against Jeff Neal. I don't know what y'all looking at. Jeff Neal just definitely just, he is a new Jeff Neal. This is a different person. <laughs> he did not fight Steven Thompson. You know, and the thing about the wild thing about it was he already beat Bilal. So it's just like he number six, or I don't know if he actually is number six, but he beat number six. And uh, Bilal is what? And Bilal is number five. But either way, Bilal is number five, and he just beat uh, Luke A, and he said he already beat Bilal. And he said, unless Bilal want to get beat again. But it's just like, Bilal, how you about to get all these rematches? Because, you know, that, that don't, you know, you getting all these rematches, people got to get past you. Connor didn't have to do all those rematches. Like, he ain't have to run it back with everybody. Bilal, I don't see why you got to run it back with all these people. Because, like, right now is like being gatekeeper. Yeah. Like, Bilal's being, trying to, is legitimately being a gatekeeper. Him and Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns will be a good fight. Because that's not a fight that happened. Nobody's calling out Chamayev. Nobody. Except for Neil Magny. <laughs> <laughs> and we learned that, like, after that fight, that last fight that uh, Neil Magny had, that I, I don't know if Chamayev is the guy for him. Don't think so. Next. Shout out Jeff Neil. Again. Getting it done. Yeah. Knocking Luke out for the first time in his career. Yep. Which is fucking wild. Yeah. It was wild seeing Luke fall to his face. That was that was fucking wild. Never seen it. He took a lot of punches. So it's yeah. like uh, over time that that shield is going to chip away, keep chipping away. So you think it's going to be as strong as it was before? No, each punch wow. you take, it chips away at your shield. So stop taking so many punches thinking that's going to carry you through. It's not. But that's what yeah, that's that's exactly what he used like that carried him through like just knowing that he had a chin, because everybody would keep talking about his chin. It's just like, that means you've seen him get punched a lot. That means you've seen him take a lot of damage. Yeah. Like eventually that switch going, you know, loosen up. Exactly. Yeah. Loosen up for this next fight. I'm about to say next, speaking of that switch loosened up, uh, Tiago Santos versus Jamal Hill. This was the fight that went the longest. Yeah. <laughs> of the night. Yes. And it's only because they had the extra, extra rounds. <laughs> yep. You know, Jamal, he was put in a couple tough spots being taken down, but he found a way back to his feet. Mm -hmm. um, he didn't spend too much time on the ground, but I did notice in the fourth, you know, after the third round, he was like, I'm tired. And yeah. he had to oh, dig yeah. deep. He had to dig deep for that fourth round, but that that's what champions are made of. And I did, I, I noticed that he was like, uh, he, he knocked him out and John Jones couldn't do it, but you know, Santos had a different shield back then, you know, a couple of fights ago, a couple of years ago, it was a little a different bit different. Chin. Exactly. But I don't want to discredit Jamal Hill in any way. The thing that I would say is Jamal Hill, you might want to invest in some of your endurance. And, you know, that's probably the main thing. Yeah. Invest in some of your endurance. But I know, I know Hood uh, strikes when I see him. And I yeah. saw a couple of those. Hood strikes <laughs> hey, that. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna carry you through though yeah they go that's they got them there yeah like it, and and that's it that's what it is a lot of time is is being able to pop right after somebody swing exactly. like <laughs> hey he be trying to go the hardest whatever when he when you bite the lip when you when you tuck when you tuck your lips in you know you about to go in. <laughs> 
About to get it everything you that got. is a hood strike right there. That is a yes, it is. Yep. Around the way with the fist ball. <laughs> he just kept touching him though. He just kept touching him and being he consistent. Did. But what helped the fight stop was adding those elbows in. Once again, yeah. those punches was not enough. You gotta add those elbows in, add knees in, whatever you can. That's gonna help you incorporate that into your brain. Elbows are dirty and they're vicious and they can split you open faster than punches can. They're yeah. gonna help you. Yeah, it was wild. It's just like we watching a whole new like generation of the UFC come through. Like, and it, yeah. it is awesome because they they clean the house. They not playing. They hungry, and you know, you know, they trying to and they really are learning how to do make this entertaining while doing it. You know, yeah. When it comes yeah. to like Jamal Hill and his 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 Instagrams and his uh. Uh, his now his the way he did his promo promo yeah the way he did his promo and his storyline for it for this show for the uh for his event he did the right thing like, i think he he followed the blueprint that's gonna get him to the next level like yep. even outside of the octagon yep. so shout out to him on getting a w and getting the fighter tonight uh tiago santos i don't know because at the same time, because Diago Santos looked good. He did look, he looked good. He did, uh, but, but he got time. winded after trying to do all those takedowns. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, that's another thing. Like, hey, y'all got to work on your endurance. Y'all trying to be champions and go five rounds doing this. Y'all, you're going to have to work on your endurance. You can have all the abs in the world or have the, you know, a dad bod. But if that endurance isn't there, then you're slowly going to fade away into yeah. the fight and people are going to capitalize on that. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is like those light heavyweights, the ones that y'all are challenging and trying to go against is like elite guys. Like those are guys that are really serious about it and uh and in their body, in their health, the things they eat and all that. He's gonna he's gonna get that. I feel like he's gonna get that. He's been taking it serious all the way up into this point, you know, to mm -hmm. get to this point. It's just wild. Like, wow, we just knocked out Tiago Santos, bro. Yeah. So it's just like it's something big, it's huge. So now it's just it's on to the next thing. Yeah, Chicago Santos got gassed, but at the same time, Jamal Hill got gassed as well. But he had uh uh oh, so I was what I would recommend is eight rounds. Go eight rounds in the gym. Go eight rounds in the gym, get that cardio up. Yep, eight rounds, ten rounds. And you know, if you want to do ground game, do five rounds of ground game and three rounds, uh, three rounds of standing up. But y'all, y'all gotta, yeah. If y'all trying to wrestle the entire time, do five rounds in your gym, wrestle it all the time. That way, you're just not gassing out in yeah. one round. It doesn't make any sense because what happens if it doesn't work the way you wanted to go? Now you gas, you don't have any more energy left, and now you're losing the fight because you don't have any more energy left except to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. But you're gonna get caught slipping. Yep, if that ground game not there, you get caught slipping, and then now you slipping on, and now you're on the ground. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now you're on the ground getting choked out or getting punched out. You know, either way. Shout out to Jamal Hill with the dad bot. Shout out to you. Getting it, getting the W's. You know, called out Jan Bohovich, but he won a title shot. That's right. Put it in their ear. Put it in ear now. He gave him a. He said a title shot or Jan Bohovich. Like, like I gave y'all anything in between, whatever y'all want to do. Like you, we could do that. But hey, UFC Vegas 59. You know what? 
it's Mama Hill. She been, hey, you know, she hey, been ghosting right, me. This right, lady hey, been me, ghosting me, and I'm over it. I'm over it. And now she want to call me Mama from Hill. work. She just came in at the end of the podcast. They messaged me back till Sunday, and then I called you, and you ain't even answer. We're gonna end off the podcast. That don't mean, I'm you, that you, mean you. Then what you doing? I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be calling you if I was ghosting you. So what you doing? Nothing. What you doing? <laughs> oh my gosh. Why you try to act like this whole weekend didn't happen? Like I wasn't reaching out to you. What's going on? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Hey, it's the roundhouse. Ain't nothing round going table. on. We just trying to make see sure y'all you. check in with us on Apple, Spotify, Google, well, Instagram. Anywhere to get in contact with us, check out uh, amonict.net and get up with us. Check out some music, get some merch. Real One Infinity, we out here. Roundhouse Roundtable, that's it. We out of here. That's why I use the heat as a sword. Cause keep the peace is important. They go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one, that's two, please. Don't leave. That's three, four. If you